Well, I think she's going to specifically concentrate, obviously, as, as the former public uh, enterprises minister, on a range of, of things that were done uh, with regards to state-owned enterprises, and, and uh, particularly uh, Department of Transportation um, on flights, if, if everyone remembers, these particularly getting pressure from the Guptas to replace SAA flights to India uh, with jet airways, in which evidently the Guptas had serious uh, interests, and uh, there was a great deal of pressure over that, and I think she's probably going to have specific testimony uh, in, re- in relation to that. I think she's also going to, sh- uh, to I probably set out a, a pattern of pressure and intimidation and probably harassment uh, that she received in order to facilitate things, for example, like uh, aspects of the nuclear deal um, and to put p- particular people into positions that she might otherwise not have done and, and seek pressure from that. Uh, so I think she's probably going to, even though I don't think her testimony will be as explosive as Pavin Gordon's, who's later in the week. I think she's definitely going to show that she was fired uh, as a result of her resisting uh, many of these potential instructions or pressures and and setting up that that story. I think that's going to be a, a very powerful, um, you know, uh, how should we say, representation of uh, the early stages, if you remember, because she was she was fired in the first cabinet reshuffle of how Zuma had was setting the scene. Uh, for the entire state capture to take place. Do you think that there will be a, a, a common theme, her testimony along with that of Pravin Gordon? Do you think that uh, one dot will connect to the other? I think there's going to be several dots that are going to connect. So, for example, let's take executive appointments. Uh, it, it, you know, the, the leaked submission of Pravin Gordon already indicates to us that he's going to set out quite a, a number of instances, and I think uh, Barbara Hogan will do the same, of where they were pressured to appoint people that, that uh, were not either qualified or certainly were not, uh, uh, you know, on the list, um, but were preferred for political and other reasons because of their association with the Guptas or because they would facilitate things. I think they're also going to talk about how there was a parallel uh, process of not simply, uh, you know, trying to capture the state-owned enterprises, but also the law enforcement agencies, for example, and how they were witness to much of, of that, so that uh, even in respect of when there was people that were caught for corruption or that were, uh, were uh, referred for criminal prosecution, that these would not go very far. So that in a sense, that the state capture was not simply about, you know, tenders, and, but it was about the, the across the state and essentially hobbling the entire capacity of the state to, to confront the corruption and to confront the patronage and nepotism. And also, I think they're going to testify quite strongly about the continuity of the state project, uh, capture project. In other words, sim- not simply just because Joe Ramaphosa replace Zuma, uh, that this is stopped, uh, that there are continuing efforts to continue this, uh, even if on a smaller scale, or at least to try to hide it. And I think they're going to speak to that as well. What about those who suggest that the testimony of both will be to settle political scores? Is that fair? I, I don't think so. I, I think uh, you know we, we I think we all understand that there's factionalism within the ANC, and and that's not obviously going away. I don't think that Barbara Hogan or Pravin Gordon necessarily have access to grind with regards to uh, getting at particular people. I, I think it it plays into the factionalism, though. I mean, I, I, it, in in the way, uh, it doesn't matter what they say; they're going to be accused. I think every everyone who is going to try to expose, we've seen it within the state security structures just recently. Uh, where the minister is beginning to try to clean up things, being accused, um, and then being, you know, uh, accused of essentially meddling and not knowing what she's doing, and, uh, 
pursuing factional interest in getting rid of Zuma uh, supporters. I think this is going to be a constant refrain, and it's understandable because the people who are on the receiving end are afraid they're going to lose their jobs, and so they're, they're basically looking for something else besides taking responsibility for what they did. So we can expect that to provide a backdrop, but I don't think we should pay a great deal of attention to uh, its veracity. Mm. I mean, uh, there's been editorials and articles on Barbara Hogan. For, I remember one describing her as somebody who's bitter and who's going to use the evidence that she has to focus on her being fired and and head out at those she believes were behind that. So for people who are going to be listening and reading, there'll be various interpretations. So how do they know in terms of what they're listening to, what is fact and what is fiction? And I'm referring specifically to that political uh, point scoring or, you know, settling of scores. Well, I think I, I think we can, you know, uh, when we listen to testimony, uh, if facts are presented and backed up as, as facts. In other words, if, if uh, whether Barbara Hogan and Pavan Gordon can say, look, I've got examples of, of being pressured to appoint so-and-so, and I, I can show you, and I can show you the, the correspondence or the letters. I think people should, be, you know, it's just like in a court of law. There's going to be a lot of spin. Uh, there's going to be certainly probably, you know, some aspects of it where people could say that's your interpretation, that's your opinion. Well, that's fair enough. But let's pay attention to facts. I think we've gotten into a situation, it's not just in our country, but we can see what's happened in the United States and other places, where people are so taken by, uh, you know, the, the, the outrageous claims of things and, and uh, you know, the, the sort of political spin on it, that they forget that there are facts behind some of these allegations. It's not simply allegations. So if we do that, and the commission does, and the legal team and the commission does its job, in other words, takes the testimony and comes out and picks out that, those things that they have hard facts on, then the public should, should uh, pay attention to that, and I think we can follow the trail on that, on that basis. Yes, we're going to, I think people are going to be pulled in one sort of a direction or another because they, they have uh, already pre-existing opinions or they support one side or the another, but if I think we stick to, to, to the things that are okay. provable, then I think we, we uh, as, as a public, we can get to the truth.